0: Hello my friends, welcome. My name is Joe, this is The Joe Martino Show. Today we're gonna talk about something that I wish we didn't have to talk about. We're gonna talk about racism and shouting from rooftops. Let's kick it off. This is The Joe Martino Show. You're listening to The Joe Martino Show, a podcast dealing with all things emotional, relational, and human nature. Joe is a licensed counselor in the state of Michigan specializing in relationship therapy. He is also the author of the book, The Emotionally Secure Couple. All advice offered in this episode is offered for entertainment and educational purposes only. Enjoy the show. All right, let's do something that I honestly, when I started this podcast, I never thought I would do. Let's talk about racism in America. Uh, I'm not doing this to be controversial. I'm not doing this... Uh, for any other reason other than I want this to be a place that we discuss all the things that make us human. And one of the things that I talk to clients a lot about is the idea that if you're going to be in a healthy relationship with anyone, including yourself, you have to be able to accept good emotions and bad emotions. You have to be able to accept the good and the bad, and and you can work on the bad, right? So, So one of the things that makes a healthy person is they understand where their strengths are, they understand where their weaknesses are, they understand where their just messed up parts are, and they accept those. And at the same time, while accepting them, they embrace the idea that they have to work at improving them. Uh, There is a saying that goes with Dialectical Behavior Therapy, DBT for short, I am doing my best and I have to do better. And I think that applies for most people. I do want to say that I don't think the people that we're going to talk about today were doing their best when they shot an unarmed person, regardless of what he was doing just moments before. And so that's going to tip my hand a little bit on what I think about this whole sordid affair in uh, Georgia. So we want to talk about racism. I want to do it in a respectful way. Uh, One of the things that I know that there are people who are going to say, I have colleagues, who share the same skin, color, and shade of my own, uh, that would tell me I can't talk about racism because I'm not a minority. And I I just reject that idea. I think it's stupid. Uh, I think the idea that we can't talk about something because uh, we aren't that people group is, is silly. What I can't talk about is a black person's, I cannot talk about a black person's experience with racism. I can't talk about that. But I could tell you about the time I was in college, and my black friend and I went to uh, went out to get wings, and we walked into a restaurant, and it was literally like the TV show where the jukebox stops, and everybody turns and looks at you. And he said to me, and he's, you know, I'm not tall. I'm five seven, five eight, and he's six. I don't know how tall he is. He's six four, six six three, six two, somewhere in there. And uh, he he says, hey, let's go somewhere else. I can tell you about another black friend of mine who uh, drives, drove at the time a Mercedes and I was riding with him and we got pulled over because he was DWB, driving while black, right? I could tell you about those experiences, but I can talk about how racism affects our world, our humanity, because I'm part of the human race. Now, it isn't today's topic, but I can talk about sexism, I can't tell you about a woman's persecution through sexism. I can't tell you about the mental and emotional scars that the woman down the street carries. And I can't speak for her, but I can speak about the wrongness of it. One of the things that we have to change in our society if we are going to do better at talking about hard things is we have to do away with this. Only people who are directly affected by certain things can talk about it. We have to engage in civil conversation. And that's what I hope to do today. Now, unless you've been living under a rock, you've probably heard about uh, the gentleman in Georgia a couple months ago was shot uh, in the road, shot dead in the road by two people. Um, Late last week, I I saw stories starting to pop up uh, about how this man had been shot. There was a, a very short clip of the shooting, it was very disturbing. Um, it, it seriously it disturbed me just laying and watching it. I've been injured for almost eight weeks now uh, with a slip disc in my back, seven weeks maybe, and uh, the pain has, has has shifted and it's getting better slowly. But I was in pain and I was watching it and I was just overcome with good soul. What is going on? This is 2020, and uh, you know the the two people that did it hadn't been arrested and. Uh, it, was, it, was, it was clear racism, was what everyone said. It's these racist men need to be, be uh, arrested, and uh, anyone who didn't think it was racism needed to repent. In fact, there was an article written by some guy, John Pavlitz, who I don't even know who he is, and he, he said the title of the post was White Christianity Needs to Repent of White Racism. Well, shouldn't we just repent of racism, John? I, I don't know. I don't know you. I didn't read the article because you lost me at the title, to be quite frank. Uh, but it was, it was interesting. Then there was people who started shouting. each other, And honestly, I saw a ton of racism in the articles about this. Uh, and then this, this social justice movement uh, that, that made us all feel good. I run with, and I, I'm going to mess up the gentleman's name, unfortunately, Uh, a mood I run with a mood or a mod I'm not quite sure how to say it to be honest with you I haven't heard anyone say it. I haven't actually watched any news articles on it I have just read um and and you know on this day we run he was just out for a jog and then more video surfaced maybe he wasn't out for a jog the one weird thing that I thought in the whole thing was there's a guy following them with a camera which is how we get the film uh in a car who is he where did he come from Like like was he just driving along and he saw this? And then more came out about it that the guy actually wasn't probably jogging. He was out walking. He may or may not have been robbing someplace. There was a house that he he walked into. You can clearly see him walk in. Now, for all I know, he walked in to look around at the uh at at the layout, or he was looking at the flooring they were putting in, or he was looking at ideas. For a construction project that he was going to do. I used to work for a guy who did a lot of construction and he would do that. He would stop at these different places where they were doing work. And as far as I know, that isn't illegal. Uh, it's not breaking and entering or anything like that. Now, I don't know the specifics of the case in Georgia. I do know that it, as much of my last couple of weeks of podcasts that have, have touched on, it quickly highlighted our society's addiction to doing something regardless of whether or not it does something and shouting each other down. For instance, 36 minutes before I started this podcast, a woman named Betty from the town where I grew up put this up. Just, and I'm quoting here, just listen, dot, dot, dot. Not taking sides, so don't start. And here's her money quote. If you do, I'll delete your comments. There's always more than what the media wants you to know. So in other words, Betty is addicted to the idea that she gets to shout her opinion at people and anyone who disagrees with her, she can delete. Now you might be like, Joe, that's Facebook. It's not real life. But it is real life. Because the conversations that people have about this, we just get to say our opinion. In fact, there's another meme running around, and I think it's Woody and and the space guy from Toy Story. I don't remember the space guy's name. And he says, you see, Woody, people don't actually want to hear your opinion. They want to hear their opinion coming out of their mouth. And one of the things that this story has highlighted is we love to just lump all sorts of people together, and we love to just shout our opinions from the rooftops, and we don't want anybody to actually engage us in conversation as a society. Maybe not you, the particular person listening, but, but as a society. Now, I have black friends today, and we've been talking in private because we're afraid to talk about it on Facebook out in the open. One, one person, uh, he, he messaged me, and he said, you know what I hate about Uh, being a conservative black in America is people just assume that somehow I've sold out. Somebody literally asked him two weeks ago, oh, were you adopted? Is that why you're a conservative white person? A white person who supposedly advocates for anti-discriminatory language, who is very liberal, will tell you all about your microaggressions, will tell you all about all of the reparations you need to make, said to a black person, are you conservative because you were adopted? That's ludicrous. We've stopped thinking when we get to that point. And as, as as Betty here very clearly highlights, there are certain topics that we just don't talk about. Like, I love it when somebody says, well, there isn't racism today. My friend, I have a serious question. Do you really think if Mr. Avery was white and he walked in there, those two gentlemen would have followed him with guns? And let's just pretend that you're you. Forget Mr. Avery uh, let, let's just let's Arbery. I don't know how you say his name, Mr. Arbury. Let's let's just let's just say you. You're you're out. You're walking. You're you're not jogging. You're not walking. There's nothing, as far as we know. There's no uh, contraband on your person. There's no stolen property on your person. And two dudes pull up in a truck. One gets out with a shotgun and rests it on the door. And the other one gets in front of you and waits for you to run up to him do you not think that's a little provocative and and yeah you can tell me all about well stand your ground law and look I'm a, I am I believe in all of the constitution all of it all ten amendments but I I struggle to believe that those two men would have done that if the guy they saw was white I, I just don't buy it I don't believe it now, you can disagree with me. My question is, can you disagree with me? And we have a conversation about it where it's civil, because I don't see that in our society. Can we admit that there's racism? Look, I have an Italian heritage. My mother, who has passed almost 18 years now, next month, in fact, we're coming up on the anniversary of the last day that I ever talked to her. In five days, it'll be the last day, it'll be the 18th anniversary the last day that I ever talked to her before she passed but my mother could tell you stories about racism against Italian immigrants she could not not at the same level certainly that my my black friends could tell you about with their heritage but she could tell you about them I I witnessed it one time at a baseball game with my dad when I was about 10 in fact my dad pointed it out when I was a child I was called names by my neighbor that I didn't even understand my grandmother got angry and and like wanted to literally hit uh the the my friend with, with a, a cast iron skillet she was an italian immigrant uh that's how they handled things they hit you with a broom if it wasn't too bad a cast iron skillet if it was up the scale and so there's racism but we're if we can take a step back there's just judgment I talked about this in my last episode. If somebody comes out and and a person agrees with them on 80% of something, but their politics are different, we judge them. You can't be a good person and support Trump. I hear that all the time. You can't be a good person and support Biden. I hear that all the time. Because we have devolved into this society that we're just addicted to shouting at each other. Betty is not the uh, it, it, she's the norm. She's not the, the 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 abnormal thing that you find in Facebook anymore. She's not the abnormality that you find in society anymore. My friends, there is racism. There is just I was on a New York Post article about it when when the the more evidence came out about and the two men were arrested and then more evidence came out. The more, more video came out the five reasons why the Attorney General originally said that she thought it was justifiable homicide, so don't arrest them, came out. And there was people using the N-word. There was people uh, using the C-word. It was amazing to me. Like, like this is supposed to be civilized society. I, I just hit the thing that surrounds my microphone, so you might get a little feedback there for a moment. But, but this is supposed to be civilized society. And we are... Attacking people for what? I, I don't understand. Because we disagree, that's usually why. But there's racism. I, I'm telling you, and, and you know, I, I'm just, I'm almost at a loss for words. One person's like, well, more black people kill more black people. That may be true, but can't we all just step back and look? Look inside ourselves. There are parts of our history that are awful. And look, I am not uh, a hate America or feel bad because I was born an America person. America has done some amazing things in the world, both amazingly good and amazingly bad. And we have to engage the conversation about that. There are people who are black who are afraid simply because they're black. That shouldn't be. There are people who, 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 who... have experienced racism today, whatever day you're listening to this, they've experienced racism simply because of the color of their skin, and maybe these two guys weren't racist, I don't know them, I want to be really careful with that, but I got to be honest with you, it looks awful suspicious to me, are you really going to tell, no, do I think that, that I, here's what bugs me, And I was talking to a a friend of mine yesterday who's black. We were talking on Facebook and and I told him, I said, you know, what bothers me is you don't know who to trust anymore. Like, I feel like the original, hey, he was just going jogging and the release of just those six seconds of the video was intentional because when you watch the whole video, he obviously wasn't jogging or maybe he was walking and jogging and decided to go look in the house like that's just it. We don't know enough. But here's the other problem. And this is this is not just true of America. Biologically, we are addicted to solutions that are simple right now in your mind. I want you to think about two buckets, a blue bucket and a red bucket. See what I did there? A blue bucket and a red bucket. And the blue bucket is full of information and the red bucket is full of information. In the middle is a gap between those two buckets. And that's a gap of information. Now, this is inside your brain, a blue bucket, a red bucket. They both have information. And the space between the two buckets is a gap. That gap gnaws at your brain. Whether you realize it or not, it gnaws at your brain. And your brain seeks to, to fill that gap with information. And here's the thing. Your brain doesn't care if the information it fills it with is accurate. So it, it let's put a white bucket between the red and the blue bucket. And the white bucket's empty, so your brain is screaming, I need more information, I need more information. And the more certain I can feel about it, the better. And so it fills your bucket with information, and it gives you what we call a cognitive reward, which is happy drugs from the back of your brain. And certainty, you get another dose of happy drugs from certainty. And your brain doesn't care if the information's accurate. So now the white bucket's full, but it might be full of misinformation. And unless you're willing to step back and question everything, you could operate and react off of bad information. And for as much as everybody says they don't want to do that, a lot of us do it anyhow. In fact, I would argue most people do it. And look, at some extent, I don't care if it was racism. I do care. It was awful. It's just simply awful that, that they killed him, even if they think he was. Still, like, like what's he going to steal out of that construction site? Is his life worth $500 worth of tools? I don't think so. Is his life worth a new toilet? And, and how did, he obviously didn't have a new toilet on him. He, you know, you can see him running at, at one point in the video. If Georgia law does condone this killing, Georgia law needs to change. And then if it's a hate crime or it's a racist crime, then that needs to be addressed. But that won't actually change society. To all of you runners, I applaud you that you ran the 2.23 miles for him. But that isn't going to change society either. Here's what is. Love will win the day but you're going to have to do loving things. That makes a nice slogan, love wins, right? I used to have the bumper sticker on my car, love wins. And then some dude actually from from my hometown here wrote a book called Love Wins and it started all sorts of controversy. And even though the title of the book was Love Wins, there was a lot of hate around that book. In fact, I know a pastor in Maryland who bought the book, read it, and then returned it because he was able to read it inside the seven-day return policy of Barnes & Noble and bragged about it because he didn't want the author to get money. So you wanted to consume what he created and then make sure that he didn't get money for your consummation of it. And then you bragged about it. My friend, that's called stealing. And if you lived in Georgia, two dudes with guns could hunt you down and shoot you. And All right, that last part's a little tongue-in-cheek, but not much. And even if you didn't live in Georgia, and he lives in Maryland, I don't know the gun laws in Maryland, it's just wrong. That ain't what Jesus did, man. You're doing it wrong. And right there, that's what we've lost. We've lost the ability for people to say to each other, hey, you're doing it wrong. Nope, don't do it that way. Try this. Or there's danger there. Brene Brown is is the one who introduced me to the quote, I'm doing the best I can and I have to do better. And look, I like a lot of what she talks about. And I've talked about this again and again and again. I'm going to keep talking about it. In fact, I think her last book is about to be my next book on... Audible. I typically buy her book in hardcover, and I buy an Audible version of it so that she reads it to me while I drive. And then the parts that I want to highlight and annotate, I do in the in in the hardcover. But when she said everyone is doing their best, I I, I can't accept that, Brene. There's evil in the world. There are people who are bent on doing evil, and it is difficult for me to watch any version of any of the videos that I've seen to this point and not believe that those two men. Were bent on doing wrong. In fact, when you listen to the nine one one call, the nine one one operator sounds confused. She kept saying, "Okay, well, tell me what he did wrong." And they they would say, and they said, "Well, he went into a construction site." Okay, well, tell me what he did wrong. Obviously, the nine one one operator did not believe that him going into a construction site warranted something that he did wrong. And 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 Betty from my hometown, she she sums up my problems. Uh, Nicely. So don't start with, well, just one exclamation point. But here's what Betty's really saying. Don't disagree with me. I get to say whatever I want. I don't want anybody to challenge it. When we lose that in society, we've lost the ability to grow. Right? I mean, think about this. Imagine going to your doctor and, and you have cancer, but your doctor doesn't want you to feel bad. And you look at your doctor and say, no, doc, I feel great. And so your doctor, he can't start with you, so he says, okay, you're great. Like, that's stupid. We wouldn't do that. But we do it with ideas because we act like ideas don't affect behavior. And that is not correct. There was an ancient person who once wrote, the way you think in your heart, and and ancient people understood heart the way we would understand mind today, the way you think in your heart leads to the way you act and live your life. And we, we have developed this narcissism that we can't be questioned. We need to start embracing questions. We have to, if you really want to, it's fascinating to me to watch this conversations, these conversations about racism, about COVID-19, about face mask, about when states should reopen you're not like literally I said to somebody the other day. I said, OK, fine, like they're very they were I mean, they were angry, angry that, that people would be out in public without masks. They're murderers. Now, this person is pro abortion and gets very, very angry if someone says to them, I think abortion is murder. I'm not here to talk about abortion today, but to me, that is a a a, a cognitive inconsistency. How can you get mad at people saying that to you when they believe you're taking a life? And you will, but you can turn around and do it. And, and here's the answer. We're all messed up. I get it. We're all, we all are a walking paradox. I get that. But I did say, okay, fine, shut the whole economy down. What's the plan? Are we gonna do it for five years? I I I and like I'm not being funny. How long are we willing to shut down the economy? I'm not saying open it up tomorrow, but how long are we willing to shut it down? To my friends that say there's no such thing as racism today. How in the world do you say that and just go online, right? So there's videos, there's a video online from Kentucky about uh, five black people that kidnapped and over the course of three days raped and then killed a, a, a man and a woman who were boyfriend and girlfriend. They were in their, their like, I think she was 20 and he was 23. And they were leaving their friend's house at about midnight, went down to their car and somebody carjacked them, took them to a house Raped both of them repeatedly, took him out to the train tracks, shot him, uh, and then set his body on fire. Poured some sort of cleaning solution down the, the woman's throat, stuffed her in multiple trash bags, and, and left her to suffocate to death in the trash bag. And, and one, of the, one of the perpetrators said, Because I don't like white people. Like racism is all around us today, and racism happened through our country. And so we have to have the conversation. Now, we don't have to buy into this, well, everybody's racist. Not everybody's racist. I just, I don't believe that. Everybody's judgmental. I'll take that. But, but let's, but, and you could disagree with me. We can have the conversation. We can embrace the disagreement. But when we start saying, don't start, or I'm going to delete your comments, don't disagree with me, I want to say this thing, but I don't want anybody to disagree with me. And, and what it is, is we're conflict avoidant. One of the things that I am convinced of that I've seen from this, this, this COVID-19 situation is we as a society here in America, we almost embrace our anxiety and put that above everything else in how we make decisions. We've come to the place where we're not just managing our anxiety. We, I think the vast majority of us really believe it can't be changed. It's just something we're going to live with the rest of our lives. And I don't buy that. Just because you feel a certain way doesn't make it reality. That feeling is real, but it doesn't mean that the feeling about reality actually changed reality. And so, as we lay into these difficult conversations, uh, I once had somebody tell me, Well, you can't say there's anything, it's, there's anything like a, there's no such thing as a bad teacher. That's insanity. There are bad teachers, there's really good teachers, and there's a whole lot of just average teachers. There's bad cops, there's some really good cops, and there's a whole lot of just average cops just trying to get their 20 years and get to retirement. We have to embrace the difficult conversations about our society, and and this highlights, and we need to start asking ourselves, what am I doing? If all I'm trying to do is bring awareness to something, that's awesome, but I gotta be honest with you, I'm tired of movements that their only goal is to just bring awareness to something. Let's bring awareness to something and actually work to change it. So you can't right now in most states because there's a lockdown. But invite the people down the street that you disagree with over for dinner. If you think Trump is the most awful president to ever be in office, and he does not even belong in the conversation of being president, and it's his fault, this pandemic, because he didn't shut down the border soon enough. You should find people who think He's great, and have him over for dinner. And if you think Trump is the greatest president since George Washington, you should find people who loved Barack Obama and have him over for dinner. Have a little cookout. We have come to this place where if we disagree with each other, we're allowed to just shout our opinions. I don't believe two plus two is four. It's actually seven from now on in my book. You would you you would literally talk about locking me up in a mental hospital if I told you that. But we do that every day. What happened in Georgia is terrible. What happened in Kentucky is terrible. Somebody got murdered today. Whatever day you're listening to this, somebody got murdered. It's awful. But we, we we need to to not ignore the awful things in life. We have to embrace the conversation about them. We can simultaneously say, and I believe this, what those two guys did was wrong. I don't know if it's illegal. Somebody actually walked me through point by point why they don't think it's why they think it's actually legal what they did. And that person that walked me through it is actually an attorney. So he might be right. I hope he's not. I hope that what they did, they go to jail for a long time. But I have a friend who's like, he doesn't think it's racism. He doesn't think it was racism. He, well, actually what he said was, he doesn't think it's wise to speculate on whether or not it was racism until we have all the facts. Can I just be honest with you? When I first heard that, I was really, my internal response was anger. I was angry inside. And, and I said, well, what, what, what do you mean we can't say it's racism? Did you watch the video? Did you listen to the 911 call? And he said he did, and he said he thinks it's wrong and, and that we, we should we should mourn the loss of life and we should weep about how we treat each other in society, but we don't have enough information to say, hey, that's racism. I was like, ah. And and I said to myself, Well, do you really believe that if that guy was white that they would have done that? And he said, I don't know. And I guess maybe I'm willing to say, I don't think they would have. I, I don't I think the headlines in the newspaper would be different. I think a lot of things would be different if 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 the the guy running or walking or whatever he was doing. And you can disagree with me because part of what makes us human, remember the whole point of this podcast is to explore all the things that make us human, is we all have different perspectives about what's going on in our world. We all have different opinions. And we have to embrace those different opinions. Uh, For the longest time, I thought changing the name of the Washington Redskins was silly. And then a friend of mine said, Well, what if it was the wash, the Minnesota, and put the N-word there? Because that's really what Redskin was at one point in our history. I was like, you know, I never really thought about that. That totally changed my perspective on, on how I thought about that conversation. And, and the problem is, on the one hand, there there is a disease, and it's racism and it's judgmentalism. And then on the other hand is political correctness. But political correctness is rooted in judgmentalism anyhow. They're both extremes. We have to find the middle where we can disagree. Where we can say, hey, I think that, no, nope, I think this. And yes, there are just clear moral grounds. You shouldn't kill somebody. You shouldn't be racist. You shouldn't discriminate against someone because of the color of their skin or because of the, uh, the uh, genitalia that they have in their person. but we've got to embrace hard conversations. Can we please stop shouting at each other? Can we stop with Facebook posts that say, don't disagree with me because if you do, I'll delete you? Can we stop being nasty and mean on social media? Can we stop being nasty and mean in person and try to understand where the other person's come from, Come is coming from? Lord, I hope so. I hope so. Okay, so this was, wow, that was a fast... 30 minutes. Uh, Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoy this podcast, please share it with your friends. Uh, I do want to let you know that I am putting together a mentoring program for men. I think we're going to do it uh, via Zoom. So it'll it'll involve some Zoom interactions. And I think it'll be an eight-week course for men in their 20s and 30s to engage in um, transitioning into adulthood dealing with issues like parenting and dating and marriage and those type of things. Right now, that is very much in the formative stages, but it is coming and I want you to know about it. If you want more information, feel free to go to my website, joemartino.com. If you hit subscribe there, put in your email address, verify your email address, you will uh, get information from me about once a week. Uh, some months, it's twice a week. Um, and, and that'll probably be the first place it drops. Alternately, you can also follow us on Facebook, um, JoeMartinoCounseling, facebook.com forward slash Joe JoeMartinoCounseling. Thanks so much for listening. We'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed today's show, please share with a friend. And hey, give us that rating in your podcast store. Until next time, change possible.